Yo, it's The Circuit. We're going to be doing the Decade in Review podcast. Uh, this is a big one. We're going to be going through all the winners of the previous years, and we're going to figure out who had the GOAT year, who had like the Jordan 96 year, who had, you know, like a Gretzky type of year, and who really influenced and shocked the system that we call hip-hop. I'm joined by Brother Kerry. Yo. Kerry, I'm going to go through everyone who won uh, in the 2010s, and we're going to pick who had the GOAT year. All right, man, let's do it. Who won the decade? 2010, Kanye. 2011, Drake. 2012, Chief Keef. 2013, Speaker Knockers. Yeah. <laughs> 2014, Young Thug. 2015, Drake. 2016, Travis Scott. 2017, XXX Tentacion. 2018, Juice World. And 2019, the baby, Gary, we're going to try to rank these eight through one like we do for every other podcast. Okay. But first, I just got to get some things off my chest. Man. All right, man. Let's hear it. I feel like I fucked up on some things. All right. Okay. So I, you, like, if you're listening to this, you probably listen to every episode. I recorded every episode. And I have some reparations. I, I have <laughs> to admit I made a mistake. 2015 Drake... I don't know if he was truly better than 2015 future. Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, uh, Drake's kind of coming into his own here, uh, but this is when future starts just dropping, you know, project after project. He's doing features, right? He's like, changing just, his voice a lot. There's an onslaught. It's a, it's a three-peat, basically. It's, you know, Kobe Bryant, 2001, 2001, <laughs> 2000, 2001, 2002. Um, he's basically got 56 nights. He's got beast mode, um, Dirty and he's got Dirty Sprite too, yeah. which you know has the iconic line, "I just fucked your bitch in some Gucci flip flops." Yeah, you know, um, yeah. and I seen coding coming out. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, Drake had back to back huge year on that. I think that's the most debatable, questionable call of any of these decade years. Like, yeah. Do you want to do a quick sub in sub out for that one? We'll get to a little that. asterisk. I, yeah, I think that might be the biggest mistake. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was like the rappers who we thought would have dominated this decade. You know, uh, who was the person that you thought was going to win this podcast and never even got on the list or never won or anything like that? Who never even, got on the list or someone who's on the list that's kind of great but in the beginning but sort of petered out? My example would be, if you asked me in 2014, in 2020, who would have won to 2010s, I would have said, you know what? Fetty Wap is going to take <laughs> over. Yeah. You know, his sound seemed like it built upon what Future had already done in 2011. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, what songs did he have? The Trap Queen? Or what Six, a, seven, nine. What else, though? Again. A couple songs? A few, three, he four He had songs. a whole summer, and he's just somebody I thought would have been on this list. But he fell off extremely hard, so like, I don't know, when like those songs came out, you're like, oh, this dude's gonna dominate. Yeah. Um, someone else is Rich Homie Kwan, you know, I think yeah, you, you would have forecasted him to be on this list when you think of his ability to intertwine a gravelly kind of singing voice a la a YNW Melly with, you know, yeah. some menacing style of raps a la 21 Savage. 
Um, my biggest take of the 2010s that I didn't get off my chest in any of the other episodes is this. Maybe the most pregnant rapper, and this is the only time this has ever actually been a literal thing where this person could have been pregnant because it's a okay. female. Yeah. The most pregnant rapper of the 2010s is Dej Loaf. Yeah, we were just talking about her the other day, and uh, I had never really listened to her too much, uh, but you put on a song, and she sounded uh, exactly like a boogie with a hoodie. I mean, same flow, same melody. I mean, you, you were talking about uh, Tekka too, right? Yeah, and when you, you listen to the song that I'm talking about, which is Try Me, mm-hmm. and you think of the voice inflections and... Dragging the world. Drag, it's a very Roddy Rich, yeah. very Lil TJ, J.I. style flow. It's really something that New York has kind of taken on for themselves. One of the ironic things is that she dated Lil Durk, who before then was a drill rapper, and now he's crooning on every song, sounding like Dej Loaf. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that again? <laughs> He gets on Drake's laugh now, cry later, and he just goes, nah. um, and I didn't have Dej Loaf on any of the lists mm-hmm. from in 2014, which was her breakout year. And I feel like I, I want to atone for my sins. You did her a disservice. She's the most, one of the most influential rappers of all time and definitely the most influential female rapper of all time. Sure. And if you have a problem with that, go on my Instagram comments. Come see me. Cooler Times 2000. And hit me with all the Nicki Minaj, Barb's stand shit. Let me just say this uh, real quick. Uh, This is going to ruffle some feathers. But uh, 2010, we got Kanye. Um, I still think he should have won that for sure. But I think that I kind of expected more from Kanye for this coming year, the coming decade. Mm. Um, you know, I know a lot of people like some of his new stuff that's coming out, and I know that you know artists have to try new things. But boy, I'd really give anything for some authentic Kanye, some college school dropout Kanye. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, uh, when I you think know. of where we started the decade with Kanye, yeah. And what we're ending is a failed presidential bid. Yeah. Um, you know, that's 2020. We're just yeah. going to 2019. But you think of Ye, which came out, I think, in 2019. You think of Life of Pablo. Mm. That's a big drop-off from this decade. Yeah, look, and some of the songs on there are good. I'm not saying that it's just trash after, you know what I mean? It's like, he still can pull it off, but it's just different. And I, I guess I just want more from him, you know? 2010 was owned by Kanye and the luxurious style of production with my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. I just want to quickly try to trace the whole decade for us here and where I think like things really change. This is why I did this podcast to begin with. Like 2011, when you have Drake with Take Care, I think he does a great job of, you know, bringing in R&B flows into hip-hop beats and i think that's a huge year but 2011 future is probably the greatest system shocker when you think of same damn time you think of tony montana yeah a real palate cleanser for just new rap coming out yeah new you, hip-hop like a new style yeah. a new new lyrics new auto-tune like new vocals uh beat selection is different you know there's just a a clear difference between things from you know, the early 2000s and then when yeah. the future started changing again. And then everyone started to sort of 
you know, follow his trend. And what I mean by system shocker, you think about 1988 NWA, mm-hmm. their aggression on a hip hop beat, um, that was a system shocker. You think about Nas and his ability to just float on a beat, or Snoop Doggy Dog in 92. Those are like system shockers. Obviously, Eminem, you know, a system shocker and how cartoonish and um, violent and, yeah. you know, all that, whatever. Yeah. 2011 Future is a top system shocker because this really caused a lot of people to revolt because they mm-hmm. couldn't understand what he was talking about. He was yeah. mumbling. Yeah, he got a lot of flack for a while. Um, 2014, though, might be the most, like, biggest sea change of the whole decade, though. Yeah, when you're um, young thug. Yeah, this, like, it's this insurgency of new sounds that shock the system. You have the aforementioned Dave Dejloaf. We'll talk about him in a second. We have uh, Young Thug. We also have, like, I Love McConan. People that people, like, rappers, fans really rejected at yeah. first. Because it was so simplistic and so broad mm-hmm. and kind of like seemingly slapped together yeah. and not traditional boom bap hip hop. Yeah. There was such a large rejection. This was like the year that shocked the system. This was like a course overcorrection. Yeah. Like, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that dude, I love Mannequin. Like, I didn't really listen to him when he came out, but, like, listening to him now, like, I'm into it. Like, I'll listen to him now. Like, I'll put him on and, like, just roll with it. That's why I think 2014 was ahead of its time. Then you think about 2017. This is, like, firmly entrenched in SoundCloud era. Mm-hmm. XXX comes and he's like, let me just drop, like, a one-minute song that you're yeah. just going to listen to over and over yeah. again. Um, you also have Lil Peep in there. We mm-hmm. can throw in there as like a system shocker. Um, I mean, emo rap, I think, is making its, making its headway right now, you know. So that's kind of how we trace it. And then we obviously end 2019 with the baby, which I guess we'll start there. Let, let's rank them now. Okay. Let's go. Now, if you listen to this podcast, we always rank it like it's the NBA playoffs. Yeah. So it's going to be eight seed through a one seed. Uh, Carrie, I'll give you the, so we're going to go eight seed here. Who had, out of all these, who had like, I guess, am I, am I doing terrible math here? There's more people here than there's more rappers than there are eight seeds. So we'll just start it off here. (laughs) Um, who had like the worst year? Who did you kind of put at the bottom here? Out of all of these guys? Yeah. Uh, personally, Personally, I didn't really listen to Chief Keef too much. I understand he was a game changer and he put a lot of people on. So that's probably at the bottom of the list for me is Chief Keef or honestly DaBaby. That's who I put at the bottom. What do you think? I would I would put with? I would put DaBaby at eight just because nine. Isn't it nine? Nine. All uh, right. I keep saying eight. Uh <laughs> we're, we're we talk about hip hop here. We're not mathematicians, you know. <laughs> um so <laughs> I would put DaBaby there. It's it's really early to see, but it almost seems like he caught lightning in a bottle to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, Chief mean, Keef, I think, influences NBA Youngboy. Yeah, there's but a bit DaBaby's more, more successful than Chief Keef, I mean, I think. Okay, so that'll be our hot take. Let's go. We'll put at the bottom, we'll go 2012 Chief Keef. Okay. So my next person... Can I make a new rule? Yeah. What do you got? 
Can we swap people out? Yeah, let's swap them in and out. Let's get fun with it. We talked about earlier how I, you know, I think 2015 future could slot in for 2015. Mm-hmm. Great, but can I, can I do something controversial yeah, here? Yeah, what do you got for me? You know what? I'm going to save that. I want to put that in my back pocket. That one. Okay. I'm going to save that. Save it for later. Save it for later. So we got 2019 to baby. And then I'm, I'm going to go 2016 Travis Scott. Okay. Um, yeah. Birds in the Trap, Sigma Knight come out this year. I think ultimately when you think about artistry, Travis Scott is at the very bottom. Um, he, I think, gets everything ghost produced, ghost written. Yeah. I'm just, uh-huh. whatever. Um, Who would you go with next? After Travis? Um, yeah. So we've got DaBaby and Travis. DaBaby, Travis. I mean, look, I'm going to just keep saying Chief Keef until okay, you allow boom. it. Okay, boom. 2012 Chief Keef. <laughs> um, now, and this is all to find out who, who the best was. I'll go with 2018 Juice World. Ooh, okay. What? Comparatively on this list... He's not necessarily he's popularizing something, but he's not breaking new ground. I have Lil Peep and XXX doing things that he would do a little bit earlier than him. I even have Post Malone doing some things a poorly, bit poorly though. I think Juice World did that in I think he I think he's the first one who popularized this emo rap. I think that nobody was listening to Peep really until he died. And I don't think that he was as popular as Juice World. He wasn't making as many hits as him. And, you know, RIP to him. But look, he wasn't Juice World. Um, who else did you mention? Uh, Even Post, Post Malone, Malone, the industry plant. I don't think he was doing emo rap like that. <laughs> well, who that. do you. Okay, so I'm you know? I'm staking my claim 2018 Juice World. But who are you going I mean, this is going to get tough here. Um, who are you going to go with now? The next person I'd go with is Thug. Young Thug. Oof, 2014 Thug. State your case why lifestyle isn't the song of the decade. I just, uh, song of the decade. I mean, you know, I, it well, it personally, it just doesn't, it's a, it, it's a song, fun song to ride to, but I'm not going to play that, that shit over and over again. Like just basically young thing, eh, lifestyle, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what you just sounded like Roddy Rich though, doing the box. Deja so. loaf. And, and you, and the thing I had saved in my back pocket, uh-huh. Was I was gonna swap out Young Thug for Dej Loaf? Yeah, look, run it. I don't care. And we about could Young do that, Thug. but okay. Um, we're running out of options here, guys. Let's let's go over who we have left. This is all gonna lead to who had the goat year, who won the decade. We have 2017 XXX Tentacion. Okay. Who of course can be swapped out. Uh, we have 2015 Drake. Mm-hmm. Who can be swapped out. 2013 speaker knockers, you know, people are probably raising an eyebrow that he hasn't come off the board. We have 2011 Drake and we have 2010 Kanye. Yeah, look, the thing about speaker knockers is that um, his songs in 2020 hit just as hard as they did in 2013. Better, maybe they hit better now. Should we, people do you want to go with him, him now or should we wait? Um, let me see who else we got. We got Drake, Kanye. We got Drake again. Drake again. X. Well. We can't really have Drake twice, can we? You can I have mean, a 2011 Drake. You have, can, yeah, you but have he take can't care. win twice. Like he can't be the. He can't, These are he can't all come distinct, down to Drake and Drake, right? These are distinct iterations okay. of people in one different years. Now, but we swapped out Drake and Future, right? Did we do that? 
No. I don't think we've done that yet. Okay. Um, Sorry. So what do you want to go with here? Do you do you want to go? I think speaker knockers or X or uh, speaker knockers or X. That's a good matchup. Um, you know what do you what are your thoughts on it? I think this is how I'd probably have the rest of the list shake out. I'd go with um, I'd go with XXX Tentacion. Then I'd go with Speaker Knockers. Okay. I'd put Speaker Knockers ahead of him just because his ability to basically record, produce his beats, engineer himself predates nav it predates russ and make I think, full songs yeah it's it's an entry making. point for people who will eventually upload on a soundcloud which is what x was so okay. that's why i'll give the okay. notch to speaker knockers i'm into it um who by the way i mentioned this in the 2013 podcast but who really popularized like it's cool not to have friends like i'm really i'm lonely i'm on grind i don't have yeah, a squad social yeah um now we have 2010 kanye Versus 2011 Drake. Versus 2015 Drake. And we could swap any of these people out. Um, do you want to? Do you want to pull the trigger? Do you want to swap out 2015 Drake for 2015 Future? Listen, that's not really my deal. Here's what I'll do. If I'm gonna, if I okay. have a fun swap out, I'll swap out Juice World in 2018 for a six nine and Dummy Boy. <laughs> I thought he killed it, bro. <laughs> And you put six nine that far up the list, or you put him in where Juice World? I'll put was. him in where Juice World was. All right. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna like, I can't, you know. <laughs> but and that's just kind of more of a fun thing, a joke. I mean, look, I think if I had to listen to one of them all day, I'd listen to Juice World probably. But yeah. let's just keep him on there. I just wanted to throw that out there. Let's rank. We'll go 2010 Kanye. Um, you know, he's yeah. gonna be going up against these Drake's iteration here, so. Um, you got my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy Kanye going up against Take Care Drake, going up against Back to Back, Hotline Bling Drake. All right. Um, let, me, let me make sure I got this list correct. Go over it. I have DaBaby, Travis Scott, Chief Keef, Juice World, Dej Loaf, Triple X, Speaker Knockers, Kanye, and then Drake Drake. Is that what you have or no? Yeah. What so what Drake won the decade? I just put both his names there. Uh the decade? Cuz I think Kanye, you think he'd win the whole decade? Drake? Kanye. Well, I think Kanye what I was going to say was he he created a great album, but I don't see the influence lasting way beyond that. Yeah. Um, Drake, I do. And I think if you're going on the most influential artist of this decade, Drake, take care. A guy who is emotionally honest with mm -hmm. himself. A guy, a rapper who is willing to break himself down for the fans. Sing and rap. Mm -hmm. That's who I would have. Yeah, I'm completely on board with him. He's winning, the GOAT because the we talked earlier about where Kanye started this decade and where he ended it. Drake started this decade yeah. exactly where he ended it on top. And it's different. It's it's not the same 
you know, cookie cutter to baby type songs either. Like we were just listening to some old Drake uh, feature. Uh, I forget which song it was last night. And uh, his his voice is way different. His flow is way different. But it's it it hits then and it hits now. But even his new stuff is he just, he just keeps up with it. You know, I know a lot of people call him a culture vulture or whatever. But look, he's putting out good music, and I don't really care where it comes from. I think Drake. 2011, he might not be the greatest system, shocker, right? but if you want to talk about somebody who is popularizing a sound, who this sound is infiltrating every neighborhood across America and is influencing the next generation of yeah. who's going to win the 2020s. Well, even previous, uh, you know, like I, I heard, I always thought it was funny. There was, uh, there's this old, uh, Jay-Z, it's an old Jay-Z clip and he's on the subway and he's talking to this old lady and like... She, she's like, are you a rapper? And he's like, yeah, like I'm Jay-Z. And she's like, I don't know who you are. But I think, I think you know, name, name spreadability, I guess, is what it is. Like if you could get like, you know, the older generation to know who you are, younger generation to know who you are, and everyone in the middle, like that's all you need. Then you're popular, you know? So I think Drake is a household name, you know? He's, people know who he is. Older people, uh, younger people. You know, he's got TikTok dances. You know, he's completely <laughs> kept up with everything. 2011 Drake, he won the decade. I don't know who's going to win the 2000s. We still have yet to record that one. Look out for that one. That's going to be coming out soon. Listen to all the podcasts. Like, subscribe. Do whatever you need to do to support us. The, the Instagram is Cooler Times 2000. Brother Carrie, thanks so much. Later.